Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. And thank you, as always, for tuning in to Radio Harambe. I am Dave McBride, broadcasting from the sunny and beautiful Radio Harambe studios today. And joining me in studio, Safari Mike. Mike, how are you? Jumbo Dave, how are you? I'm not too bad. It is uh, beautiful out today. It is. It is very nice. Mid-80s, yeah, I know. sunny. It's not, not usual in this, this part of the jungle. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, what we want to do all in the top is make sure you remember to uh, check our show notes and uh, see that we are selling T-shirts, the Warden Wilson Air Ranger shirt, all sorts of great stuff. All the money we make off that goes directly to charity. We made some donations to the Gravy Zebra Trust. We're going to make a couple more donations to a few other places. Hopefully, if you guys uh, come through with a few more of these uh, great Little uh, donations via T-shirts. They're great T-shirts. Um, they're great quality. They're done through TeePublic. Uh, so check the show notes or go to TeePublic.com slash Radio Harambe. I think that's how it's done. And you should be able to see it all right there. Um, got a couple of emails I wanted to read, Mike, before we get into the news. The point oh, really? of this, okay. Yeah, the point of this show is an update on Disney News. Got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, first, Julie wrote me and said, uh, I want to let you know that I love the most recent podcast. She's talking about the food one. Uh, food talk is up her okay. alley. Uh, I want to let you know someplace that is easy to pass by, but one of our favorite stops at Animal Kingdom. They're vegetarians, and we talk about this a lot. I cannot relate at all, so I would help. nice to have some help with the vegetarian end of things. And there is a cart in Asia called Mr. Kamal's, which we've talked mm-hmm. about. There's seating adjacent behind it that offers a spectacular view of the Tree of Life. Absolutely true. Uh, serves falafel, hummus, and great spicy fries. Uh, those things are alone, and a nice drink any place nearby is a great meal. 100% right about that. Uh, stayed at a- at Jumbo House back in December. Uh, resort is now a personal favorite. I uh, won't be able to stay there in the future. One of my sons has a service dog. and We learned the hard way that if you get a room that is not very close to the lobby, it makes for a very inconvenient situation. Uh, I just wanted to pass this along for people who, who have this. Uh, something I considered is that unlike other Disney resorts, there is only one way in or out and, virtu- and there is virtually no grass. The dog walk area is halfway to Kidani. So the walk from our room to that area was about 15 minutes. It took three complaints, the final one being to the manager, to get them to move us. And even then... Room location was not ideal. We had this information in our reservation notes, but apparently the room assigners ignored it. Anyway, the closer room was a 15-minute walk. The one that was a bit more distant would have been around 20. Um, so, anyway, the point is, and the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because she, she makes a great point, something that you and I would never have known, which is um, that if you are in a situation with a service dog, and there are quite a few 
um, uh, in Disney now. Um, yeah. You know, Animal Kingdom Lodge might not be, certainly Jamba House might not be the one for you. Um, I'm not going to be there this time. I'm going down in, uh, next week. I'm not going to be there this time. Uh, so I can't check out whether or not Kidani's any better, uh, but certainly something to ask about and something to keep note of. Um, thank you very much for that email. Uh, that, again, that is something we would not have known. Um, let's see if I have another one here. Uh, I've been catching up the podcast. This is from Nick. Uh, and perhaps your only listener who's been to Madagascar. It was fun hearing <laughs> Karindi Forest mentioned. While I don't see a Fusa, I did spot an Ai. I know what an Ai is, by the way. Ai, uh, that's cool. While visiting um, um, something park with an M. For fun, I've included the morning sound. I'm not going to play the sound, but he included a great little town. Mike often talks about a boat safari through Asia to complement the African truck safari. Has he seen the Amazon River Quest at Singapore Zoo? Yes. It's a decent ride, but could serve as a template for something similar at the Animal Kingdom. Uh, Mike, I think you've mentioned this before. Have yeah, you I mean, not? I haven't seen it personally, but I've seen uh, you know ride-through videos and stuff of it. And I think you've mentioned in the past that um, that this would be a good template is that, is that the right word to sure say? sure it'd be fun so. sure absolutely also big dan wrote us and said uh uh wanted me to know the release dates that are now planned for the 57 avatar movies they claim they're going to be making uh it isn't possible to sit through the whole avatar movie but i tried i don't see where another movie could go not, not only that dan you're gonna have to sit through about seven more or certainly four or five more. i think right? it's four yeah so uh, anyway, if you uh, have anything you want to email us, uh, you can do so at jomboeveryone at gmail.com. We have some news to go through. Yes. But before Especially I Especially Animal Kingdom news. But before I do Oddly. that, uh, Mike and I always like to talk about completely useless um, pop culture information. Okay. And over the last couple of weeks, two of the biggest pop culture media events have occurred, and uh, so if you do not want to be spoiled on the end of Endgame, Avengers, yeah, or a quick mention of Game of Thrones, oh God, why are we talking about that? That has nothing to do with Disney. I don't care. Uh, then fast forward. You're on your own on that one. Okay, that's fine. Uh, you'll see why I'm doing this in a second. First, Avengers, okay, Endgame. Uh, we talk a lot about Avengers and Marvel movies and Disney movies and stuff like that. And this was the big event. This was the one that everybody saw. You know, I, at least it seemed to me everybody saw it. Um, it's, gain, it's very close to overtaking Avatar as the biggest movie of all time. You think it will? Yes. What'd you think? Uh, I liked it. Um, I think I told you this. I liked the uh, the first one better. Yeah, the original Avengers is I better. I think there was a little bit of a... Um, I think they spent too much time early on about how the world had changed and all that kind of stuff. They didn't really need to do all of that. Um, time travel is a difficult concept to to get through uh, in a movie. There you go. Um, you, you basically said what I was going to say. But I thought they did a pretty good job of it, although it is not easy to pull off. I agree. Um, but I thought they did a better job than most would do on on a time travel plot line. Um, you know, there was a couple of things about it that were a little strange, like Captain Marvel being in it for like the first 10 minutes and then you don't see her again till the very end. I mean, I'm not sure why they did that. I don't know either. Yeah. Um, you know, a couple of other things like that. I mean, 
I thought it ended on a nice note. I thought it... Um, a worthy end to a series of films in your mind. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's not one of my top five okay. favorite Marvel movies, but uh, it's probably in the top ten, I think. I liked it. I liked it. In the, I'd in, give it a B. In the pantheon of great... The history of great cinema series and even television series, the ending is rarely ever the best part, you know? Um, you think of all the great, you know, the the Star Wars trilogies and the, you know, uh, other films that have that have matched along the Godfather, or, you know, throw throw them out there. Things that have matched, uh, you know, great series, the Sopranos and it's hard Lost. To, it's, it's hard, hard to end these right. kind of things. And it's certainly hard to end them in a satisfactory way for everybody who's been so invested in them. Um, I did see Avengers. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you, and I'm sure I've said this on the show before. I've gone through a little bit of Marvel fatigue over the last five or six years, so I certainly have sort of checked out a little bit of some of the last few Marvel films. Um, there was just too many in my mind. I mean, I just too much for me to to keep track of. Um, so I, 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 yet I still knew who I was looking at and who I was supposed to be, you know, invested in. Uh, I didn't understand the Captain Marvel thing because I did not see the Captain Marvel movie. Um, I like Captain Marvel. I knew she was going to be there, and I knew who she was, and I know her character through the comics. So, um, you know, I, I agree with you. Uh, time travel, I, I, I wish I could stop any writer in any film or television from doing time travel. Uh, it's just ridiculous. It, it, it falls apart. It makes no sense. It is a walking plot hole. <laughs> and just causes endless debate on stupidity, you know. And yeah, it's a tough thing to pull. It's off. a tough thing to pull off, and it makes no sense. The only way it makes sense is if you're in a completely fantastical world like Doctor Who or something like that, you know, where it just doesn't matter. Nobody really cares. You know, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Um, or you got to make your own rules, and 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 Marvel didn't make the rules T to the point, Mike, where I don't really understand the Captain America, f the finale for him. I don't understand the Steve Rogers ending. I don't. I don't really get what he did or why he was old. Or it just made no sense to me. Um, oh, I get what he did. He he did not come back in time. He he lived his life with uh, Peggy Carter and married and blah 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 blah. So he never became Captain America. <laughs> See, that's the problem. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it, because I, I don't, don't want to get down that rabbit right. hole. Right. Uh, just let me just say this. Yeah. If he doesn't become Captain America. Then all the movies and the timeline that didn't happen. Watched, right? Essentially, didn't happen except for a couple of. I mean, I guess Black Panther could still happen or whatever. But right, um, no, it's just stupid. Yeah, it's just stupid and it's a bad decision. And and I and and as soon as they went to that point, I was like, oh, I'm not going to like this. Uh, I ended up liking it better than I thought I would, simply because Robert Downey Jr. was flung phenomenal. Yeah, he was very good. I mean, he was amazing. He did a very good job. Probably the he's best one he's probably the best film he's done as as Iron Man since the first Iron yeah, Man. Could be. I thought he was fantastic in it, and he pulled it. He he he. It didn't matter. It, it, essentially, it didn't matter to me what the storyline was. What mattered was spoilers. You had to say goodbye to him, and that was something none of us wanted to do. Right, I love you, you know? three thousand. I mean, I just you just didn't want to do it because yeah. he was he was it. He to me in my mind, he is the franchise. And moving forward, they're gonna have to prove to me that they have another one of him. Uh, but it was a great film and uh, or a good film in my mind. Yeah, uh, I would like give it a BB plus. Speaking of endings, oh god, why are we talking about this? This nothing to do with Disney. It's stupid because. I want all of our listeners to know that 
Safari Mike has won our Game of Thrones death pool. And as the winner, he gets a fabulous Stein of Game of Thrones houses. Congratulations to Game of Thrones. Uh, So if you, as listeners, have any questions on Game of Thrones, Safari Mike is the clairvoyant. He is the three-eyed raven. Whatever. Uh, uh, Did you like it? We talked about this a couple days ago, like a couple of episodes ago. It was all right. Is that right? Again, it's hard to land these things. It's hard to take these giant ships and bring them into port. It's just not easy. It's difficult for uh, for franchises to do that. And and both of these franchises are good examples of how hard that can be. So if you didn't like Avengers Endgame, believe me, you're not. You know, <laughs> it's just one of those things. I never saw Lost, Mike, and I never saw which was a Disney thing, right? An ABC thing. Uh, it was ABC, but was it before the ABC was purchased? I by can't Disney? imagine that. I guess not. I can't think so. Um, I like Lost. Yeah, I, I liked it to start off with. It. Uh, I think you did that from slide the thing. Sure, I did. Um, <laughs> it. it uh, it kind of went off the rails towards the end. I mm. thought it was a little too, got yeah. way too complicated, and the ending was weird. I mean, it was just. But but even still didn't. I still don't know what happened. But we're in this age of these um, massive, huge television shows, incredibly acted TV shows of, of uh, you know streaming and th- and that goes back to Lost. You know, includes The Sopranos, uh, The Walking Dead. You know, Game of Thrones is probably the biggest and the greatest, grandest of all of them. Um, and none of those four that I named do I hear people saying, man, the ending was incredible. I loved it. Yeah, Sopranos <laughs> was not a great ending. Sopranos wasn't great. Yeah. People don't say nice things about the Walking Dead ending. Well, is Walking it, Dead's still going. Well, I mean, I, well, but it, they, isn't it now currently kind of going off the rails then? I don't watch The Walking Dead either. Uh, people are, it, are not as happy with it now. It, or, the, the ratings have steadily gone down. Right. Um, a couple of the main characters are gone um, because it's been on for so long that uh, it has been contracts in front of them. And actors so. don't want to do the same thing for 20 years, you know, which, Correct. Is, which is what Game of Thrones ran into. I mean, actors just don't want to do the same part for that long. I think they these, these actors would have done it a little bit longer than they were asked to. Um, that's but Andrew Lincoln wanted, to, wanted out of Walking Dead, although he's doing a couple of Walking Dead movies for AMC, which I, is odd. And the re- fine. the reason why Game of Thrones relates to Disney <sighs> is because um, the problem with Game of Thrones, in my mind, is, um, and this is a subject you and I always talk about, is um, when it was based on almost entirely on the author, who's a brilliant author, one of the great authors of our generation, um, the author's texts and not only his ideas, but his his dialogue and and his descriptions and and the first i guess 5 5 seasons are almost entirely based on what the author had the 6th season was probably the most information that these showrunners got for the rest of it but then 7 and 8 when people started to lose it is when these two guys Weiss and Benioff kind of kind of were on their own and Weiss and Benioff have signed a deal to make a Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> so while we may have loved what they did adapting, they certainly did not shine, in my mind, as creators compared to um, their job as 
adapters, but they are going to be do some. They're going to be doing some creating, and they're going to be doing it for Disney's biggest franchise that they have. So stay tuned for that, folks. Mike, are you ready for the news? I am indeed. In fact, uh, uh, before we get started, I want to make a correction from last episode. Okay. Um, we talked about Nomad Lounge and eating there and kids, okay. uh, kids eating there. Yeah. There's actually a kid's menu. I had forgotten about that. Has that always been the case? Uh, no, it has not always been oh, okay. the case, but uh, Christina reminded me of it, that there is now a kid's menu that uh, you can order off of. Cool. So just just as a uh, uh, slight correction, because we talked about... Yeah, we did. We talked about having an order off the menu from... Tim, right, right. I think is what right. you said. Okay, so here we go. We got some news. We're going to fire through it. Um, and we got one we're going to save to the end. So we're going to do some uh, local news, then going to do some world, and come back to the big local news item. And I'm sure many of you already know what that is. But let's begin. <laughs> we have a lot of Lion King going on. Yes. Disney is really using the Animal Kingdom to cross-market this new movie, which I'm sure will be all but forgotten about in a year's time, but I won't stop them from doing it now. Animal oh. Ki- I'm sorry, am I snarky already? Uh, uh, <laughs> it's pro- it's going to do well. Sure, it's going to do I well. I mean, Aladdin, which I didn't think was going to do well, has, from now, has done very well this the, first opening weekend. The Jungle Book did well. Five years from now, no one's going to remember that, that the live-action Jungle Book was even a thing. Ten years from now, when you say... I want to see the Jungle Book to your kid. What are you going to show him? The cartoon. Of course, Mike. Nobody cares about these stupid things. It's just a money grab. It's easy. Well, it's making money. It's making money. Great. And if that's what you want out of Disney, uh, which is absolutely not what the company was made for, if that's what you want, they were create. This is a creative company that's supposed to be making new ideas, not just using old ones. But I don't want to get into that because I'm sure I'm going to get destroyed. See, the problem with that though is. I understand. I mean, I agree with you. Just to make sure you heard him, he agrees with. I agree. Okay. That I I prefer original content. Mm -hmm. However, whenever in the last five to six years, or whatever it is, the original content that Disney has produced, like Tomorrowland, the movie, have all bombed. They've all bombed. Well, Wrinkle in Time did not do well. Nutcracker did not do well. Although both of them were excellent movies, I thought. Uh, you know, John Carter was a colossal bomb. Colossal. <laughs> Historical um, bomb. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the, when they have gone off of doing Marvel, Star Wars, or live-action remakes, they bombed. Yeah. They well, bombed. When the new um, regime took over uh, and uh, Eisner was thrown out um, and we replaced him with a bean counter, uh, he basically decided not to invest any time or effort or anything into creativity and across the board for Disney he has just outsourced everything so Disney has to outsource to itself I guess to some degree and go back to the ideas that worked before because Iger and his people are not prepared to do what it takes to get good ideas he doesn't know how to make good ideas he's not an ideas guy mm-hmm. he is he is simply a a bean counter a, a showrunner He's a he's a producer rather than a writer or a creator. Right. You know, and uh, this company has always been made by the great creators. I mean, Walt was one of the greatest there have ever, ever walked the face of the earth, you know, and now we have somebody who isn't that. The decision to hire him was an incredibly stupid one, but he's made them a lot of money. The problem is 20 years from now, we won't have anything to look back on. 
And that's legacy is what Disney's all about. But I don't want to get too far down that list. Um, we already already have here. So let's go into the news. All the news relating around at Lion King. And there's sure. quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, officially debut the updated version of Rivers of Light on May 21st. My, first, Mike and I mentioned this uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Rivers of Light We Are One now shows Disney characters, uh, including scenes from The Lion King, Jungle Book, Bambi, and Brother Bear, which uh, they're going to be doing a... Um, Live action version of that. And the use of Circle of Life musical score. I'm sure Bambi's coming out. Uh, The show's (laughs) show's effects remain the same, although parts of the show have been slightly reworked, including efforts to add more impact to the finale. The Shaman of Songs were removed and have not been brought back. Uh, I will be there in a couple weeks. I'm going to try to catch at least some of this. I don't know if I'll catch it all, but um, I'll try to see at least some of it to see what the gist of it all is. so that starts on May 24th. We, are, we kind of talked a little bit about it. Yeah, it started. We'll know more as we go along. Uh, and again, I'll try to get some video of it so you can get an idea of what it looks like. Uh, also, starting, when did this start? It says tonight, but that must have been a few days ago. It was two days ago. Two days ago. The new Lion King story at the Tree of Life Awakenings. The projection show begins just after dark at around 8.50. Uh, through the, This weekend's open until 9. So it, it'll take place every 10 minutes with the Lion King story set to play daily through September 30th. This is nice. I mean, I, I don't mind this. I've seen a couple of pictures of it. It looks they do a nice job of it. Yeah. Um, this kind of projection technology should be rotated, should be moved. Yeah, I, I don't I, really have a problem yeah. as long as it's not permanent. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and if they're going to change it all the time and refresh it and uh, That's that, fine. that I'm 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 perfectly fine with that. Um Again, more Lion King. Jico at Disney's Animal Kingdom will be offering a limited time Lion King dining experience. Including yeah, new menu selections, a three course dinner, uh, and accompaniment of live musicians. I wonder who that is. I don't know, but it's a price fix um, $65 a person plus gratuity. Jico's pretty expensive, so that's not actually that bad. No, it's not. That's about what you'd spend. Yeah. I think. I mean, yeah, it's a signature, so you're going to be spending some for three courses. I think you'd spend sixty dollars, probably. Easy, easy. Probably. Um, again, that'll what is that? Did that start yet? I believe it did. Or no, beginning uh, June thirtieth. Yeah, June thirtieth. Okay, so yes. I won't be able to see anything about the music there. So anyway, uh, we shall continue. Here are some more. Now, a few of these I'm enjoying. Uh, let's see. Uh, introducing a new. What do we call this? Potpourri of Animal Kingdom snacks? live action remake cross marketing snacks. Yes. Uh, including the Simba ice cream sandwich. I don't know if I want to eat that with his face looking so realistic. Okay, so what you have is basically <laughs> the ice cream cookie sandwich that you can already get over in Dinoland. Right. But. They put, uh, I guess, an edible picture of a lion on there, which I guess is the new Simba. It doesn't look like Simba to anybody, but it's a lion. Mm. And it has these chocolatey things that make a mane. Right. And a tail sticking out the back. Right. It looks really cool. Yeah, it looks good. I'm, it's fine. It's it fine. looks delicious. I may have to try it. <laughs> and it's one of the few things that actually has, of, of all this, it actually has like a Lion King... Yeah, most and of it has them are just named, it. like, just named like stuff. the Dole Whip thing. Right, right, which next. we'll get to in just right, a second. Right. But, um, yeah, the, the first issue I have with this is that if I look at that, I don't. I've, that doesn't. that's not Simba. That's just an, a lion. 
and 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 a year's time we're gonna have to go back to putting the actual Simba on there because whatever that thing is is just a lion. Um, Simba's sunset Dole Whip. Here we go, folks. Are you ready for a little Dole Whip magic? Pineapple Dole Whip topped with red syrup made of watermelon and coconut. That'll that might be, actually be pretty. That'll good. be the Tamu and Tamu. Interesting. I'm gonna. I will be having that. I will be trying that. Also, the King's Cooler at Tamu Tamu. This sounds fabulous. Pineapple Dole Whip with rum mm. topped with red syrup of watermelon and coconut. Now that may be the one I actually try. All right. The Asante Slush at the Shave Ice near Harambe Market. Shave Ice topped with watermelon and passion fruit mango syrup. That sounds interesting. The Serengeti Sangria at the Dawa Bar, the Harambe Market, and the Boneyard Bar. Red Sangria. That's all it is, right? That's all it is. Just yeah, a red I Sangria. Mean, I like Sangria, so it's fine. This one is a little disturbing. Bugs and Grub Waffle Cone yeah, at the Anandapur Bus and the Trilo Bites. It's chocolate ice cream, uh, and then it has like uh, sprinkles of cookies stuff on there, like a cookie crumble sprinkle mm-hmm. to make it look like it's dirty, and then it has gummy worms and a chocolate beetle so it it looks a little weird but it's you know whatever if i mean kids might like it and then there is a lion king novelty sipper and popcorn bucket the popcorn i mean i'm not a popcorn bucket guy but the popcorn bucket looks good the novelty sipper has the actual simba on it so you're getting a simba that you're gonna want right it's not whatever this thing is that's out now it is the real simba and then the popcorn bucket kind of looks like the original sort of carving sure. Lion King thing. So those all yeah, work those out. Cool. Yeah, They're I cool. like those. The Lion's Latte. Uh, it's uh, just a just a regular white chocolate and coconut uh, latte with white chocolate and coconut uh, with a little kind of lion design on the top. Yes. No, nothing exciting. There is a cupcake with, Sim- with Simba on it. The actual Simba. Yes, the cartoon one. Okay, yep, the cartoon Simba. Then there is, so they're kind of doing a little bit of both. Yes. So, so we'll give them that. And then uh, Simba and Nala waffles are now available at breakfast. How? Uh, I can't. That's fine. Can't wrong waffles are waffles. So there you go. You so can't there, go wrong with waffles. So there's your new one. Uh, don't forget Circle of Flavors, Harambe at Night, a limited uh, dining experience happening Wednesday nights throughout the summer. Uh, there's also a new Lion King, which we talked about at Jico, and uh, so there's lots of Lion King food that we can that we can work on here, and we could we could check out for you. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, I gotta click through. Okay, here we go. Uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Disney has just announced a new dining adventure that will honor endangered African animals, along with celebrating the story of the Lion King. Circle of Flavors, Harambe at Night will offer guests a family-friendly, progressive dining experience at the Animal Kingdom that draws its inspiration from many facets of African. African culture and animals. The evening will begin with a welcome reception at the Wildlife Express train station that includes light hors d'oeuvres, snacks, and beverages, while guests can enjoy acoustic music before riding the train over to Rafiki's Planet Watch. You'll find more light bites and drinks to take part in there before you get back on the train, head back to Harambe Market for the main event. Throughout the marketplace, you'll enjoy an array of sweet and savory dishes paired with unique beverages. Uh, Timon and Rafiki will be available at the train station for character greetings and fun interactivities for everybody. Uh, once you've finished up at Rafiki's Planet Watch, and we did that already, th- uh, yeah, yeah, but we'll see what else. Throughout the <laughs> night, guests, so you didn't do a very good job writing. Throughout the night, guests will take in sights, sounds, and flavors in celebration of the Lion King and the big five game animals the African elephant, rhino, Cape buffalo, the leopard, and of course, the lion. Along the way, there will be opportunities to learn more about the importance of the big five and the challenges they face around the world, including how Disney is working to protect 
like them. Um, what I don't have here is when this is happening. My news reporter failed to mention that. <laughs> so we will get that for you. This summer. This summer. Do we have dates yet? What is it called? Oh, I thought you were already read Isn't it like the Circle of Life or some nonsense like that? Circle of Life flavors at Harambe. Yep. Okay. Um, I mean, I love the sound of this. You know, this, this, this sounds great. Uh, Circle Life flavors set to begin July 24th. There you go. Um, Told you. Pricing is $125 plus tax for adults. $99 plus tax for children. Oh, a little pricey. Plus park admission? For kids to eat? $100 a kid? And they also get to meet Timon and Rafiki. So what? (laughs) Are they kidding with that price? I mean, is there something I'm missing? Is there more to this? No. Are they going to parade a lion around the marketplace while you're doing this? No. So why would it cost Kids that much money? Kids get to ride a lion, ride a Cape Buffalo. <laughs> is it all you can eat? Is there? Is, I believe it is all you can. Is eat. Is there alcohol included? Uh, Which wouldn't explain the ninety nine dollars for, for the, the kid. kids. No. You can do this, Mike. No, I would not do that. I mean, that's insanely priced. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. I mean, if I'm wrong, folks, email me jomboeveryone at gmail.com. If I'm missing something, let me know. I mean, I'm just reading the stories here. I uh, haven't really researched much yet because it's not available yet. We're only working on what we got here in the information, but. Uh, Boy, that seems incredibly pricey. That seems like one of those things that would not have been anywhere near on the guess. <laughs> um, okay. Holidays at the Animal King. I think we're done with Lion King stuff. I think that's all the Lion King stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a baby gorilla. Yes, there is. Right? Grace. Um, when was this gorilla born? Where uh, May 2nd, May 3rd, something like that. And it's out now? Yes. Uh, let's see. Yeah, let's species survival plan thing. It's uh, uh, that's awesome. I mean, the Grace is named because there's a uh, good a uh, gorilla rehabilitation and conservation education center, um, right. w- which I guess center of education actually uh, in in the Congo that um, I think was set up by Diane Fossey. Somebody like that, right? Fossey so. or I think so. yeah. Uh, so it's um, or in her memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, so um, and is named after that. Uh, this it's a, this is this is awesome news. We've seen them. They're incredibly cool to watch. You got to go and check it out. <laughs> there is another Lion King story. There is. Yeah, What's the that? Photo pass thing. Oh, I did. I glanced right over that. Um, I know you're a big photo pass guy. Uh, Yes. Guests can also enjoy brand new, uh, let's see, uh, PhotoPass photographers have new opportunities for profile pics inspired by characters from the film, Timon, Pumbaa, Simba, and other characters. Uh, Enjoy photo opportunities from 10 to 5 every day this summer uh, on the bridge leading to Africa near the Harambe Market, near the exit of Kilimanjaro Safaris, near the ticket windows, and in Africa overlooking the Tree of Life. Uh, When it says profile pics inspired by characters from the film, what film are they referring to? The Lion King or this new thing? Lion King. Well, that's good. Then. See, I like that they're using that. I, I, was, I came out here, walked in here, sat down at the mic, ready to, to go crazy over the fact that they're wa- trying to wash away the actual Lion King. And they're really not. They're kind of bringing them both in. I guess they realize that in five years' time, nobody's going to know what this new thing is. Um, so... Holidays, holidays at the Animal Kingdom. This I'm very excited about. Go ahead, you, then, then then talk to us about it. What? Um, I'll give you a breakdown in yeah. a nutshell. Yeah. In Discovery Island, they're they're going to be different statues and decorations for the holidays that light up at night. Cool. Um, the Tree of Life Awakenings is going to have a Christmas special. That's awesome. See, that's what we're talking about. That's a right. great idea. 
Uh, Anandapur is they're going to um, have the a festival of lights, which apparently I forget the name of it. It's in that in the news I gave you, but apparently in India there's a festival of lights. Diwali. Right, they're going to have like lanterns and stuff like that lit up mm-hmm. all over. Harambe is going to have its usual, you know, funky direct, uh, uh, decorations, awesome. like, you know, using bicycle wheels and all that kind of stuff. Um, but also the bands and the various musical acts are going to have uh, Christmas Can't. versions of those shows, I Can't guess, wait. for lack of a better word. We're actually planning a Christmas trip now, so. Are you really? Yeah. Um, that's basically it in a nutshell. I broke it down very briefly for you, the, 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 what they're doing at the Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom has always been the least Christmassy park. Right. Uh, they've done very little. Uh, I mean, back in the day when they had the parade, they changed it to a, a, a Christmas parade. But other than that, they never really did anything other than, you know, Harambe decorating and, you know, in, in their funky kind of style, which I always Well, liked. you failed to mention that at, Pan- one? at Pandora. Oh, Pandora. That's right. The expats, the expats who are living uh, on the moon of Pandora, uh, have bring a little Christmas spirit to their uh, their new home. The display of pong at Pangu Pangu of kitschy holiday decor, combining vintage pieces from Earth with items handcrafted from materials indigenous to Pandora. Oh, I also think in Dino Land, the uh, the Donald. Christmas uh, yes, that, uh, dance yep. party is going to be a Christmassy kind of version. To a holiday hoopla yeah. dance party with Chip and Dale. Guess we're never going to get another parade, huh? Nah, probably not. Discovery Island, let's see. Realize uh, reindeer, those foxes, cast members to be polar bears, penguins, and more interact with guests accompanied by serenading musicians as they create a playful atmosphere of festive fun. They're going to have holiday animals. Yeah, should be fun. Which I assume doesn't mean actual holiday animals. No, it's going to be light up polar <laughs> bears, penguins, reindeer. Stuff like that, yeah. Uh, that sounds great. And I, like I said, I'm planning a, uh, a holiday thing. So that that's a lot. Mike, they've never done anything like this before. No, no, this is brand holiday. new. Yeah, absolutely. So they are recognizing, well, I will get back to that later. Is it time for the world news? I could do the world news, sure. Yeah, I was going to hint at what the last show, last news item is but let's not do that the world news so you have five minutes <laughs> it's a three and a half hour anyway um <laughs> at disney's hollywood studios mm-hmm. um they are doing a sneak peek of toy story 4 um at the theater um walt disney presents having um, mic problems again yes you keep i keep hitting the like, yes, yes 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 so uh, look for that if you're interested in what Toy Story 4 is going to be all about. Um, that's coming out in the, f- I think it's for Christmas season, I believe. Cool. Um, Can't go two. wrong with Toy Story stuff. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be a Toy Story 20 before it's all said and done. So that's fine. They're up to four. So, And it, apparently this Listen, is, if he's going to make, he's just going to use old ideas, use them correctly. And a sequel to Toy Story is perfectly fine. I actually like Toy Story 3. Yeah, it's so perfectly it's fine. fine. They're all, all three of them have been perfect, yeah, all three of them have perfectly been reasonable yes. children's That's movies. Correct. And I actually liked Incredibles two more than I liked Incredibles one. Again, they 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 another another great example. It's perfectly fine to do that. You want to make a? I have no problems with sequels. Remakes of a story I've already seen is completely unimportant in my life. Number two. The app-based restaurant ordering system Mobile Order is expanding to Walt Disney World Resort Hotel restaurants. Oh, that's good. Mobile ordering will be available soon at Everything Pop at Disney's Pop Century Resort. Yeah. 
the Contempo Cafe at Disney's Contemporary Resort. Mm-hmm. And uh, for you, the Mara at Disney's Animal Good. Kingdom Lodge. Okay. Those, they're going to test them out at those three places first. I imagine is assuming it works. Um, hey, it'll be great. Because now you could just be sitting in your room saying, hey, you want, should we want to yep. eat it tomorrow? Just order it right on your phone. Go pick it up and bring it back. There is nobody. Be ready for it. There is nobody who has a Disney microphone like I do who is more critical of Disney's inept <laughs> handling of their applications. Yes, their apps. They, they're, they're, except as, for. Their My Disney Experience app is atrocious. Right. But this works. Yeah, the mobile ordering is great. Mobile it's a great ordering idea. works. I have ne- I, I'm addicted to it. I don't go anywhere that uh, I can't mobile order. If I'm having a, 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 a counter service, counter service right. I do not go to the place if it doesn't have a mobile order. They, I don't I think, stand I think in the parks, they almost all do. Yeah, they almost all do now. Yep. If not all. I love it. Demolition walls are now up around the west side of Leave a Legacy at Epcot's main entrance. As all right. we all know, new Here pathways, sweeping green spaces, a newly reimagined, reimagined fountain will be part of the new look at the entrance. Uh, Leave a Legacy photos will move into a new setting just outside the park's gateway. While the photos will be staying, the granite columns will not be a part of the new display. I'm not sure how they're going to do it. Um, they are moving the Leave a Legacy out from the inside the park into the parking lot, which is fine by me. I agree. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the Epcot uh, entrance. At least the the uh, concept drawings make it look very nice. Yeah, it does. I, I, yeah, it does. I, it's, hard, it's hard to be excited about the changes in, in Epcot. I'll be honest with you. It's not, I'm not, I'm not, it's not, it's, it, Epcot is a depressing thing for me now. <laughs> oh, you're not a big fan of the Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm not a big fan of the way they've, really addressed it at all i don't mind the rat tattoo um, ride in france at least it fits we'll see it fits aesthetically and it fits yeah in the building okay little, little if, if that's if that is nice. the if that is the bar that we're setting for epcot then they're yeah okay in context of the other things they've put in recently the rat tattoo ride at least it's fits. fine you're correct right i'll give you that one i wish they would put a cocoa in uh Mexico, get rid of uh, three. I, again, I'll give you all. I'll, caballeros. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's very depressing to me. A I new signature restaurant Epcot. being built at the Japan Pavilion in Epcot will be named Takumi Tai, which means House of the Artisan. It's operated by the same people that operate all the other restaurants and merchandise in Japan Pavilion. Okay, good. Disney describes the food as inspired by the f- wonderful collaboration between nature and Takumi the Artisan. I have no idea what that means. Nobody does. Um, it's just gibberish. My son loves the store at Japan. I like the store in Japan. It has Transformers. Uh, Wagyu beef will be on the offer, Ooh, along with good. a multi-course tasting mes- menu, including traditional tea service. Cool. The opening is set for the summer of 2019. All right, that's good. David's time to play America's Favorite Game. Oh, yes! More dates have been added to the Disney After Hours event at all three participating theme parks extended yes, to September right. 2019. You're right about that. The event gives you access to the park for three hours after regular park hours, which means nearly no wait for attractions. And you can enter the park early at 7 p.m., um, which is a couple hours beforehand. Ice cream, popcorn, and non-alcoholic beverages are, are also included in your Disney After Hours admission which is a separately priced ticket from daytime park admission. In uh, Animal Kingdom, for example, it includes Tree of Life Awakenings, all the stuff in Pandora, as well as, I believe, Dinosaur and, and Everest and other rides. 
Um, I do not believe it includes the safaris. Select quick service food and beverage locations will remain open throughout the night. For Animal Kingdom, it's 9 p.m. to midnight. New dates uh, on sale starting May 30th are July 2nd, 8, 15, 22, 29, August 5, 12, 19, 26, and September 3, 9, 16, and 23. You can see it's like okay. once a week. Um, Dave, guess how much it costs. So what are you getting again? Three hours in the park, relatively low crowds. Okay. Um, you're getting ice $100. cream. $100. You're getting ice cream and popcorn and non-alcoholic beverages. I'm going to say $100. Okay. All Disney After Hour event tickets cost $125 plus tax for advanced purchase, or if you do it on the day of the admission, it's $129. Mike, how does this compare? Disney Vacation Club members and annual pass holders do receive a discounted price of $95 plus tax. That's great. How do these <laughs> compare price-wise to the parties? Cheaper, I believe. The parties are now over $100? I believe so. Wow. Why would you do this if you bought a park ticket? I guess if you didn't buy a park ticket, it makes sense. But why would you do this if you did? Uh, get on rides fast. You can get on rides fast a lot of ways, folks. You don't have to spend $125 a person to do that. You could. But if you decided to, for example, um, not go take the morning for a some other type of activity. Right. You know, Disney Springs or whatever, or just a resort day, pool day, whatever. Okay. And you go there at night. You get you can get there at seven, right? A couple hours. So you'll be there. You got five hours for a hundred bucks, essentially. All right. I mean, I, I guess in comparison to um, cost of a day's ticket, I, I don't, it's about the same. What do you think? Uh, you know, I, I'm a, such a bad person to ask this to because I do not pay extra for anything when I'm there. I really considering don't. I'm a DVC member and it's going to cost me 95 bucks. Would I, you do it, Mike? I don't know if I would. Yeah. I don't know if I would. I mean, I, I again, I'm, I that's why I default to you because I just don't do this. You know, I don't I don't pay for these kind of things. I don't really care for them very much, and I'm, you spend so much already that I that I uh, I, don't, I don't like doing it. So anyway. Is that it? Limited release of mouse ears will be designed oh. by notable celebrities, dis- designers, and artists. I saw this. This is so silly. Uh, there are <laughs> numerous people such as like Vera Wang, Kim Irvine, Betsy Johnson, you know, et cetera, et cetera Alex and Annie, you know, all, whatever. The two I would point out that are that the the only two that interest me. <laughs> oh, this I got. The summer of this year, Shag has a designer. Um, mouse ears. You probably don't know who Shag is. I have some no, of his art. I, I have some I of his art in my office. Okay. Um, and on in April 2020, so April of next year, Joe Rody will have designer ears available. And we don't know what they're going to look like yet. We don't know what they're going to look like. They previewed the Vera Wang ones, which are also available in the spring of 2020. But I can uh, that's see you in a pair of Vera Wang. No, but I, I'm inter- I, I I don't think I would ever buy them. I mean, unless I was buying them for someone, like Megan or maybe Christina or something right, like that. Right, 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 right. But uh, I like Shag, <laughs> and I like Joe Rody. So I'll be, I'm just interested to see what they you're look like. You're still not like. going to buy them. You're not going to buy a pair of mouse ears. I know you're not. Like, what are you going to do with it? Again, I might buy them for somebody. Right. That's different. I'm not going to be wearing mouse ears. 
No, you're not. If I'm somehow in the park in Don't April of 2020, you're pretend I will, you're some sort of pixie duster. I will you're try not. on the Joe Rody ones. <laughs> I and if the Joe Rody one doesn't have big earrings uh, off of one ear, it's a complete fail. I'm going to tell you the extent of what Mike's going to do with the Joe Rody ones. <laughs> he is going to take a picture, a and, selfie, and tweet it. Yes, and that is the extent Perhaps of Instagram Mike's it. of Mike's of Mike's interaction <laughs> with the Joe Rody uh, with the Joe Rody mouse ears. Disney announced that Epcot's space theme restaurant will open in 2019, although they were not more specific than that. But well, considering we're already in May. It's going to be the second half of uh, 2019. Must be before Christmas, I would think. It's uh, yeah. It's currently under construction between Mission Space and Test Track. I'm really it's, excited about this one. It's I going think... to be operated by the Pantina Restaurant Group. Uh, it has not been named yet. The chef will be the same person who recently was involved in the Mario and Enzo's restaurant in Disney Springs. So uh, I am excited about this as well. I think it's one of the few things coming to Epcot yeah. that really fits the, the thematics Absolutely. of Future World. I love it. I love this. Uh, this is exactly what I want. If 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 all you were doing was telling me that they were putting this in and Ratatouille, I'd be over the moon. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as you tell me you're going to try to take us back a little bit to the glory days of entertainment at uh, at uh, Epcot, we haven't really gotten that back yet. But um, if we if we did those three things, you know, mm-hmm. got back to what the entertainment used to be like around the promenade, got back to you know, added this restaurant and brought Ratatouille, and I'd be I'd be over the moon, I'd be excited, I'd be ready to go. I mean, this would be awesome, you know. But I just feel like we're heading down a roll here, heading down a hole here, <laughs> and I like the entrance stuff. So I guess I'm kind of up and down, you yeah. know. I'm not excited about the Ratatouille thing, like you mentioned before. Um, I th- I'm perfectly okay with Ratatouille. Yeah, it belongs again, it in Pixar place. Thematically, it belongs in the Toy Story Land or Pixar Place or someplace like that's that. That's fine, but I mean, it doesn't it's, belong. It's not. It, the, it's French. It's France. That's fine. I'm fine with it. You're supposed to be discovering the country, not looking at a rat in a in a in a kitchen. Well, see what we got to see what it says yeah. first. Yeah, see what if, if first. he's going to give us a tour of France, of, of, of Paris, of Paris, then I'm wrong. Then uh, then I'm incorrect. I like this a lot better than I like the Norway thing. The Norway thing is the Arendelle beginning is of the end. Norway. The I mean, beginning of the end. Senseless. It's stupid and senseless. I'm not going to beat the, the, that horse no. again. No, no. Stupid One more okay. uh, news story. Cast member previews have started at Disneyland's Star oh, Wars Land. Oh, baby. Do we have pictures It yet? is it's opening hard. on May 29th. Um, the there is going they're going to live stream the opening ceremonies, which are going to be at eight twenty p.m. Pacific time um, on May 29th. If you are interested, wait a minute, they're going to what? Is a live they're going to live stream the like the grand opening ceremonies. What time? Eleven twenty Eastern, eight twenty Pacific on the 29th. 29th, correct. Okay, which is Wednesday. Okay. I'm not even sure. I'm putting it in my phone, so don't forget. All right. Because that's late. I might not be up for that. If you are I interested. I have to wake myself up for it. Disney has a released. Has released Why are they a, waiting so late in the day for that? I have no they idea. They do it at 6 o'clock. Yes, Bob. I don't know. Disney has released Weird. a 360-degree video that lets you take a look around the famous chest room of the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> one of the areas oh, yeah. that you will be able to look go through. The chest room, you mean? The chest room, yeah. yeah. The room ser- serves as part of the pre-show holding room where you'll be able to explore before taking the controls in one of the three unique and critical roles aboard the Millennium Falcon. You know, I try not to be excited about it because I feel like I'm going to get let down, but it's hard not to be. It really is. Uh, There's a I'm lot kind of, of it. 
You're what? I'm kind of over it. <laughs> I can't be over it. You haven't even seen it yet. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you're, you're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I am not over it. I am absolutely 100% ready for it. I mean, I, I but but I, I I feel like because I, mean, I mentioned this before because they're not using the original trilogy that we we have the potential of issues um, with this and and its uh, long term viability. But even I, I mean I. The, I like the current trilogy, you know. I'm excited like crazy to see the last episode. You know, I, I can't. Thankfully, J.J. Abrams is back in the helm. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. It's gonna. It's it's. You know, I like these characters. I do. I I, I have a lot of issues with the last one. We talked about that, um, and we could certainly talk about it again. But uh, you know, somewhere down the road. But not need for that now. Um, <laughs> but I mean, look at the things they're showing you. You know, like salacious crumb. On your shoulder. Right, which is very similar to the Banshee. I mean, who doesn't want that? I want that. But, I'm going to buy that. But people are more interested in these Star Wars characters than they ever were in Banshees and Avatar. Mike, I'm going to walk around Disney World with that thing on my shoulder. Well, I hope you... And my uh, wife is going to love it. I hope you, uh, you know, I can't live wait. stream it on Facebook or uh, Periscope or, or whatever. If I cannot get on any of the rides, but I can buy one of those, I'm a happy person. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, okay, Mike. And finally, the last news. And and uh, usually we, you and I can pontificate on this for hours, but we're not going to do so today. This is one of your favorite times of the year. You always love this story. We're finally you love this story. The theme index global attractions attendance report, basically the estimate of. The most attended theme parks in the world right. have been released, and Animal Kingdom is sixth. It's important to note that that means that the Animal Kingdom is now the second most attended theme park in, in Florida. Florida. So you got the Magic Kingdom number one, Disneyland number two, and then you have the two Tokyo parks, Universal Studios in Japan. And then the Animal Kingdom. Above Epcot, above Shanghai Disney, above the Hollywood Studios, above Universal. Um, well, of course, it's above Universal. Yep. Nobody All of Universal. those things are, uh, you know, we're going to have to... Here's the, here's the only comment I want to make. Uh, first, obviously, we knew this was going to happen eventually. Um, the number that they hit, the 13 million mark or that they, they're giving, is... Um, I mean, incredible compared to other. I mean, you're talking about 13 million was something that in the past years, Epcot was the only one that came near. Um, and it's it's a 10 percent rise. It's obviously, you know, Pandora driven. I'm not going to lie about that. Sure. But I can't help but notice how many people over the last year have said to me, uh, we came there again because of Pandora. We stayed because of the rest of it. The only thing I will say is this, Dave. We started our blog in the summer of 2015. Okay. We started our podcast in 2016. Okay. A year later. All right. Um, In fact, it's our three-year anniversary coming up soon, I think. I think it's four. Is it four? Is it 2014 and 2015? I think so. It could be. It could be right. Either way, when we started this... Animal Kingdom was the fourth most visited park in Florida. Now, and we started it because 
many people spent a lot of times on very popular sites and podcasts talking about how terrible it was. Right, they're all dopes. All um, idiots. Yeah, all, all dopes. I think you and I deserve at least 75% of the credit for this increase in attendance. <laughs> I have to agree. I have to agree. Uh, Pandora is the other 25%. Perhaps. I feel like Pandora has done exactly what I hoped it would do, which was open the world's eyes to the animal kingdom. I can't deny that it hasn't brought more listeners to us because it certainly has. Our listenership has gone up since the animal kingdom has gotten more popular over the last two years for sure. Um, and uh, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just, all we can do is sit back, you know, drop the mic. That's all yep. we can do. I mean, it's, it's, of course, I think that uh, given two years from now, Hollywood Studios will probably be number six. <laughs> uh, yeah, when you get to yeah. the, for 2000, because it's not yeah. open, the, the in, Hollywood Studios is not open until... December. December. So it won't like be enough to affect yeah, it, it for this year. So when next year we won't hear this. It's two years from today. Right. So in April we'll be talking of, about May how of 2021 yeah. when they released the 2020 attendance. Yes. Hollywood Studios might be number one. There you go. <laughs> so first brief time. Yes. We have to say with glee and happiness. We'll relish in the accomplishment. I mean, it's... I'm glad you all have finally caught up with us. I mean, it is the best park in, in Disney World. And uh, although I do understand why you spend all your time at the Magic Kingdom, um, it's time to uh, look to the other side of the park because... Don't go to the Magic Kingdom. Just go to Disneyland. Well, there is that. <laughs> there is that. There is that. And I say that all the time. Disneyland has ruined the Magic Kingdom for me. For Animal Kingdom is my favorite park. I cannot go to Magic Kingdom Disneyland. without looking around going... God, Disneyland, Disneyland is so much is better. second to me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And my third favorite park is Disney's California Adventure. At this point in time, I'd have to probably say that's true. I like DCA. I did like it, too. I liked it a lot. Mm -hmm. um, you know, normally that would have been Epcot, uh, but Epcot's going through its little change now. So I think... Um, you know, and, and right. all these, they, there's all these changes and, and, and certainly, um, you know, when Epcot's done with its change, we reevaluate it and see where it is. At, California Adventure needed a huge facelift in sure. order to get to this point. And I was um, not there when it first opened and, and neither it was, was a disaster. I, and right. neither was I. But now I have been to all the U.S. parks and um, Disneyland and Animal Kingdom are the two best. I think the other three are kind of rotate a little bit in my mind. I'd go DCA I would still rather go to Epcot, Epcot than, than Hollywood Studios or really? Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I would probably say the reason that, for that is not because of the attractions or you know the design or anything like that. I mean, I love the Magic Kingdom is a great park, but it's just so crowded. Yeah, you, you just can't move around in there sometimes. I, Epcot handles big crowds much better than Magic yeah. Kingdom does. Yeah, so I prefer. Uh, Epcot over the Magic Kingdom. California Adventure also has a little bit more of um, a d d adult end to it. Sure. Um, so that kind of appeals to me a little bit more. I, I would say, you know, the third is probably California Adventure or Magic Kingdom for me. At this point, it's not Epcot, where, you know, 10 years ago, if 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 we had the Epcot of 10 years ago... That I, would be third. I would say that sure. would be third in my mind. I, I would put that um, above DCA. But yeah, yeah now in its current iteration... 
it's all about festivals and you know all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and, I and, put it forth. Yeah, and 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 a lot of empty buildings and right and stuff that that just needs to change. Uh, and and it will, and we'll see what it looks like when it's done. So there you go. We are the only podcast. I expect there will be a few more showing up in the next couple of years if it maintains this popularity. But at the current time, if you are one of the 13 million fans of the Animal <laughs> Kingdom, you have come to the right place. I think uh, we're the only park-specific podcast at all. Is that true? I think so. Well, we're not really park-specific. We spent the whole time talking about Marvel. Uh, and a lot of time talking about Yeah, no, we're park-specific. <laughs> Don't forget to rate us and review us on iTunes. I didn't get a chance to look at the reviews this week, see if we had any new ones. I'll do that for the next time. Um, I guess that's it. Don't forget to look in the show notes for the link to buy the T-shirts. Uh, I'm trying to work on some new designs for there as well. I'm trying to expand the options on there a little bit. Uh, it doesn't take much to do that, but it, it does take a, an artist, and I am not one. Um, so we're in the process of doing that now. Uh, if you want to find Mike... At Jumbo Everyone on Twitter. I can be found at Radio Harambe on Twitter, though I'm hardly ever there. Your best bet is to tweet Mike if that's your only form of communication and tell him to let me know. Uh, and he'll do that. If you want to talk directly to me, uh, Jumbo Everyone at gmail.com. I am the one that reads that. Uh, and usually, if they're well written, nice uh, you know, emails, I'll read them right here on the air. Because if you take the time to email, as far as I'm concerned, you deserve at least a couple of seconds. On the uh, on the air here at Radio Harambe, um, Instagram Disney's Animal Kingdom. I got tons of photos from the Animal Kingdom. I've been posting on there, uh, and we've got quite a few followers on that. Thank you for doing that. If you've done so for Safari Mike, I'm Dave McBride. Quaharini, go well, and thank you for listening to Radio Harambe. <laughs> Kwaku walufa melako na kungubu na utukupu ata melele amira kwaku.